Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, welcome to episode 148 of French Show Podcast, that's episode 148. And this episode will not only make you think about um, French spelling and French grammar rules, but also about society, equality, feminism. So I thought it was a very, very interesting topic. And I didn't know about um, this debate act uh, currently going on in France, that is the debate about uh, uh, inclusive writing in fact. I had never heard about including writing until um, a few weeks ago when I was uh, so washing the dishes, which is um, which used to be a very boring uh, activity. Now allowing me to 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 have a break uh, from uh, looking after my toddler, and that's when I listen to podcasts. So that's an uh, entertaining uh, time for me. And so I was listening to um, the podcast of a French uh, radio program that was debating about uh, écriture inclusive, so including writing, écriture inclusive, which is also called um, uh, écriture genrée. So what, that's when you, uh, that was going to be an approximate uh, translation here, but um, uh, gendered um, writing. So what is uh, inclusive writing and what are the changes that are um, suggested for uh, French spelling? So the use of inclusive language is um, is to uh, would be to to avoid wording which might be considered offensive or that promotes uh, stereotypes. So in other words, it is um, writing your material in a manner that doesn't make uh, assumption or biases um, about a, a person being a male or female. I found that definition on the internet and the two, um, now what I'm going to tell you is based on uh, two online articles uh, for which I'm going to include the links in the in the show notes. So that's going to, um, like I, I kind of um, translating and selected the information about what is uh, inclusive writing and not reinventing the, the wheel there. But at the end, I will give you uh, my, uh, and also throughout actually, I will give you my opinion and personal examples about the topic. So you know that in French, um, L, so spelled E double L, E refers to a feminine um, noun or a person. I'm not going to talk about the nouns here. Like you know that um, in French, nouns can be either masculine or feminine. So a table or a chair would be feminine for some reason, whereas a, a desk will be masculine and so would be a phone. Um, that is not what interested What's interesting us uh, here in this context, we're going to talk about um, males versus females, like, like how to refer to, to people. And uh, so for, for girls, we use the, the pronoun L, so either in the singular or in the plural form with an, with an S. And for boys, we use uh, IL, uh, so IL, for uh, uh, the singular or the plural with an added s. So that's what you have in, in English with he versus she. The only difference is that in the plural, uh, you only have one word and it's uh, they. So whether it's uh, a group of girls, a group of boys, or a group of uh, boys and girls. What happens in, in French? When if in French, when you have a group of girls, you will refer to them as L uh, plural. So E double L E. S. If you have a group of boys, you will refer to them as il, plural form, I-L-S. But what it 
what if you have a, a mix of them? Well, you're going to use actually. So the masculine is going to um, to, to to win if we want. Uh, when there's a mix of boys and girls, we're going to use the plural form il as well. And actually, even if there's if there even if there are a million girls in a group or only one uh, boy, we will use il. So of course, uh, feminists are uh, against that rule and they try to. Uh, re-establish a kind of uh, uh, equality in in uh, in the language, but apparently uh, the topic of uh, inclusive writing is not only about um, about feminism. Well, I'm a bit skeptical about it. Actually, nowadays, as I told you, it's the, the masculine that takes over the, the, the feminine, as I illustrated with um, uh, my example of uh, one million uh, girls versus one boy, and that's still going to be the masculine pronoun being used. But until the 17th century, it was... Um, so the... the the, the spelling rule or the grammatical rule w- was different in that um, the the adjective or the pronoun that would be chosen would be the one that uh, refers to the, the closest uh, noun. And if that noun was masculine, then you would, uh, for example, uh, um, use a, um, a masculine adjective. And if it was a feminine noun, you would use a feminine adjective. So that's why uh, Racine uh, would uh, write Armez-vous d'un, d'un courage et d'une foi nouvelle. So foi being feminine, the adjective nouvelle is uh, used in the feminine uh, form. Nowadays, we would say armez-vous d'un courage et d'une foi nouveau. If I mean, if I refer to a new courage and a new faith, then uh, because there's a masculine and a feminine noun, I'm going to use the, the, the masculine form. But the rules for a proper, um, proper um, putting this word in between, um, like I'm taking caution there, um, proper or rather academic French are defined by the Académie Française, which is uh, quite conservative and has imposed uh, the use of uh, the, the, the masculine taking over the, the feminine. So the idea of the inclusive writing is to uh, kind of um, su- suppress uh, this uh, this uh, inequality, and so the the, the proposed rules for uh, the, the the new spellings would be uh, to um, to respect three uh, rules, three principles. So first, um, occupations or uh, grades um, or uh, like the, the, the titles would need to be in the masculine form for male and in the feminine form for uh, women. But that's already the case with a lot of uh, occupations, for example. So for a male a baker, we would say un, un boulanger, whereas for a female baker, we would say uh, une boulangère. A male actor would be um, an, ac- an actor, whereas uh, an actress would be une actrice. But there are some um, occupations that um, 
although they can uh, be performed by by uh, female, uh, it's not widely accepted to use a feminine form. For example, a fire uh, fighter, uh, which is un pompier, uh, it makes a lot of people cringe to say une pompière um, because it's just very unusual and uh, maybe not uh, officially um, accepted form. So we, uh, most people we say une pompier or une femme pompier, but une pompière should be a, a, an adjective uh, form uh, for a uh, um, book author. Un auteur is widely accepted, whereas une auteur with an extra e at the end, and it's actually the same for my uh, job, professor. Uh, when I used to write uh, resumes, uh, so to for um, uh, cover letters, I would always hesitate, like, do I put an E uh, to say that I am une professeur with an E, or do I just, uh, like, to the modern way, or are people going to be a little bit, people who are going to read me are going to be a bit uh, conservative and uh, and cringe and would rather have the standard professeur without the, the E at the end form? Well, um, I always opted to put an extra E, um, because when you teach languages, I think you have to be uh, flexible about uh, the evolution of languages. Uh, so for, for titles, it would be the same. For example, uh, ambassador uh, for a male uh, um, would be ambassador uh, for a female a long time it has been more common to say that, that she's an ambassador as well but now we want to use really ambassadrice for the feminine form of ambassador and um, refer uh, and use madame l'ambassadeur in the masculine form just to refer to the wife of uh, monsieur l'ambassadeur um, so the second, so uh, the first rule I sum up being uh, really using a masculine form uh, for occupation titles, etc., uh, for male and a feminine form, which doesn't always exist uh, or is not always accepted, just to, to keep using a feminine form for uh, female uh, during this occupation. So the second rule uh, is how to refer to a group of uh, people. I said normally if you have a blend of uh, men and women, you are going to use the masculine form. But uh, it would be preferable to say, for example, uh, when you refer to the, the, the candidates to the uh, presidential election, instead of just referring to les candidats, because they are usually a group of men and a couple of women, uh, we uh, should acknowledge both and saying les candidates et les candidats à l'élection présidentielle. So, of course, it's longer um, because we would have to use both. And another question arises, do you first put uh, the, 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 the feminine form or the masculine form? You know, uh, when there's a speech um, and you say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of more... Uh, polite or gentlemanly to to put uh, ladies first so uh, therefore ladies and gentlemen and in French uh, mesdames et messieurs it's a bit offending to say um, uh, messieurs et mesdames for example but 
if you do that, then uh, with the equality, that means that you're actually putting women first. So the proposed um, reform, the proposed rule would be to uh, put the, um, the words in alphabetical order. Therefore, les candidates and, the, and les candidats in uh, second. Uh, if you're talking about uh, so interior uh, like interior designers, you're going to say les décorateurs et décoratrices. This time you start with uh, the masculine form because alphabetically it will uh, décorateur will come before décoratrice. Um, those so those who believe in would be celles et ceux. So you would need to use so it's not only for the nouns but uh, those is a pronoun. Uh, you would also use the feminine pronoun and the masculine pronoun um, here in that order because it is also the alphabetical order. And for they, you, um, the proposed form would be. Uh, Elles et ils. Uh, so uh, the spelling of the words that I'm going to, to um, mention in this episode can be found in the, the show notes. It may be easier to, to follow. I also heard in that uh, radio program that maybe there would be a proposition to um, to uh, make up a new pronoun uh, that would be a combination of L and il, or rather il and L, which would be yel. Yeah, it's really, really strange for me to uh, to get used to that idea. Would be a blend of il and l. Um, and uh, in uh, spelling, so you could write the full uh, form, uh, but you could also actually use so uh, what do you, what do you call it? Point milieu. So point milieu. A point is a, is a dot or a full stop. You know when you write a full stop, um, that full stop, the little dot is um, so on the bottom of the line. Les points milieu would be a little bit higher, uh, just a bit like the, the at the height of uh, of an iPhone. Um, so that's a, that would be a new uh, way of using uh, punctuation, a new punctuation sign. Um, which would be, so for example, uh, if we take uh, candidat et candidat, how would we write it in the, um, with using the point milieu? You would write candidat, so it ends in AT, with the point milieu, and then you put an E uh, for the feminine, and then point milieu, and then you put the S, uh, if relevant, for, for the plural. Um, other example includes, so if you want to say this, um, this or that, that would be ce, point milieu, and then uh, double T-E for the feminine form. Um, if you are uh, sure, if you are certain of something, um, that would be certain, uh, point milieu, and then uh, the E. Um, if you want to say uh, banker, so banker as a masculine and then the feminine uh, form, banquier, point milieu, R, point milieu, uh, point milieu, and then the S if you want the plural form. So it's a little bit complicated. I'll, I'll let you have a look at the show notes to see what it looks like. And uh, so why the point milieu? Um, I like if you look at my, uh, for example, at my um, show notes, it, no, at my 
vocabulist in French Voices uh, podcast. Usually, uh, when there is um, a masculine and a feminine version of an adjective, I use a, a, a comma. For example, I say uh, uh, patient, comma, and then I add an E. Or uh, you can also put uh, um, brackets. Um, And actually, the brackets would probably be the most uh, intuitive um, way uh, to go. But uh, the, the, the proposal for um, the, the reform of spelling and using uh, uh, inclusive inclusive writing would be not to use a bracket because um, when when you use brackets into um, or parentheses, if you when you use them in a text, that means that it is like just a secondary or less important. It just it's just a little add-on. Uh, so that goes against the, the idea of equality. Uh, you could maybe use a, a slash, so a, a slanted uh, bar, um, but. Um, Like people are not happy about it because that would uh, maybe convey the idea of a division, like of a separation, of a segregation. If you use a, if you use a slash, um, uh, putting a capital E to indicate uh, the the feminine form, a capital uh, letter, uh, could be interpreted as. Because it's bigger, uh, the, the the female gender uh, wanting to have more importance than the male uh, gender, um, and just putting a final uh, stop would maybe um, like a full a full stop would be confusing because this is a, a punctuation sign that is uh, widely used. Uh, yes, so that's the, that's the, the, the proposed idea. And when you write with Windows, so you could actually um, uh, write that point milieu, type that point milieu using the shortcut uh, Alt uh, plus uh, 0183. And if you have a Mac, Alt plus um, so um, capital letter, like the, the, the shift uh, plus uh, F. So that's a little bit complicated, but apparently there is a reform of the French, uh, the Azerty uh, keyboard, uh, and the point milieu may be uh, included at a later stage in, uh, in the, 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 the upcoming uh, the, 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 the keyboards that will be manufactured in the future. However, because of this uh, this punctuation sign, le point milieu, um, that 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 is uh, criticized because it it makes like really reading uh, it makes it a bit less uh, legible. It looks a bit messy like when I when I saw and actually um, now sometimes in the subtitles of uh, YouTube videos I do see uh, th th this uh, inclusive writing being used and uh, that's like still seem very weird but I guess I get used to it too and I've been surprised to actually uh, use it uh, when I was writing the, the, the show notes of upcoming podcast episodes because I found that pff, that solved my problem of like writing a word twice or uh, choosing between the masculine and the feminine so maybe I'm actually um, starting um, just getting used to, to this uh, idea. 
apparently, according to a study uh, that has been uh, done uh, to, 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 to see whether uh, the use of the, <laughs> the, the, the dots and uh, the, the inclusive writing is actually... Uh, messing up the legibility of the text apparently it doesn't uh, because it's confusing people the first time they see it and from the second time that they read they just uh, um, get used to it and read perfectly now what's the third uh, rule uh, about inclusive writing would be to um, avoid uh, general general words such as uh, homme and femme when you refer to uh, something more more general more universal so for example uh, so you know french france is famous for la déclaration des droits de l'homme so uh, the declaration of uh, human rights and uh, uh, human rights is uh, is actually called droit de l'homme, so the rights of man. And even though a man in this context is uh, capitalized, uh, what the proposed the proposed uh, reform would be to use just the adjective droit humain, so literally human rights instead of a uh, uh, right of man. And instead of uh, saying les enseignants, like for teachers, for the teachers, instead of using uh, les enseignantes et les enseignants, so the feminine form, because it comes first in alphabetical order, and then les enseignants, the masculine form, and spelling it uh, enseignant, uh, point milieu, i, point milieu, s, that's very long, um, you could just... Uh, refer to le corps enseignant, which is like the, the, the teaching people, the teaching body, uh, just to make it less long. So try to use more generic, uh, more gender neutral terms. Have other countries uh, been using inclusive writing? Apparently, in English, there are some other, uh, uh, there are also um, like similar things happening in the change of the language. And uh, for example, yeah, you know, when I said pompier, I, I said firefighter. Uh, that's uh, the generic term to avoid saying firemen as opposed to firewomen. Uh, uh, and I also found another example. Apparently, you don't say chairman anymore, but um, you tend to prefer chairperson. I find it's an interesting approach well in english you don't have this problem for like there are no gender for for things for example a table a phone uh, it doesn't have like a, a gender so you only refer to people uh, as uh, he or she or they for for the plural but also it's for example uh, an unborn baby until you know their their gender i don't think that using a gender makes you like be more uh, an equalitarian. Uh, I mean, yes, French has two genders, but like, you know, our German language has three genders. Things uh, can be, or even animals can be masculine, feminine, or neutral. That doesn't mean that um, one gender is uh, more important than uh, than the other. So I think there's, there's a good intent there to, to try to display equality, but um, I think things should really start with how you uh, see and how 
you treat people and also how much you pay them, for example, because it's uh, well known and usually for uh, equal uh, equal job, equal roles, uh, women are going to be paid uh, like up to 25% less than uh, men. What I find very interesting uh, would be to use uh, inclusive writing as apparently it's already very widespread by uh, people from the lesbian, gay, uh, bisexual and transgender uh, community uh, because uh, that allows these people um, to not uh, having to position uh, themselves clearly as uh, uh, he or she, as il or elle. So a transgender uh, or intersex person uh, could uh, say, for example, je suis content, point milieu, Uh, so I am happy in both the masculine and feminine form, uh, whether having to, 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 to position themselves as being a male or female. So I think this is, uh, is very interesting. Also, in Belgium and Quebec, uh, I guess they are uh, less conservative than in French and often like um, uh, evolution and linguistic progress start with, uh, with uh, these, uh, these communities. The use of inclusive writing is much more uh, widespread, even though there are still uh, some debates going on. In France, uh, in March, March this year, uh, 2017, uh, one publishing house called Atier has published the first uh, manual, uh, like um, school textbook, uh, written with uh, inclusive writing, and it is called Questionner le Monde, and it's for uh, les élèves de CE2. So I talked about the French school system just a, a, a couple of weeks ago, I think. So that would be a grade one to three. Now, if you're interested about um, reading more about inclusive writing, again, I have uh, included some uh, links in the show notes. And there's a website, uh, so www.écriture-inclusive.fr. So the, the link is in the show notes uh, where you can uh, actually download a user's manual uh, to, to show you examples and to re-explain the rules of uh, inclusive writing. What do you think about uh, inclusive writing? And do you think that it is something that will actually happen and that you will see in uh, French uh, textbooks and French uh, newspapers soon? Let me know in the uh, comment section of the podcast, so frenchaway.com.au slash podcast 148. Thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of French Away Podcast. <laughs>